0: Welcome to this episode of the National Police Association podcast number 29. Increasing penalties for fleeing police, reserve police officers recognized and controversial prosecutor withdraws charges on men arrested for attacking police, from Kanawha County, West Virginia, W.C.H.S., reports new legislation may increase the penalty in West Virginia for running from the police, in 2019. There were 198 police pursuits in Kanawha County, which is 125 percent more than there were in 2014. In 2018, there were 207 chases. These numbers include the Kanawha County Sheriff's Office, State Police and local police departments. Kanawha County Sheriff Mike Rutherford said he is very concerned with the increase in police pursuits over the last six years. He said there is a few reasons why drivers may run. People just get scared for some reason. Rutherford said, I don't know why, just pull over, it's usually very simple, other times they may be on drugs or alcohol, when you're on drugs or alcohol, you don't think straight, you're not being as subjective as you might be under normal circumstances, and you have other people who simply think they can get away, Rutherford said his deputies are trained to know when and when not to pursue a driver, sometimes they have to call off a chase, due to the safety of the surrounding public they often can result in crashes that could be deadly. The sheriff believes there is not a strict enough punishment for drivers who run from police. It's nothing to them, a lot of people don't care. We've had people actually tell us, well, I'll just pay my fine, no big deal. But if there are some serious consequences for their actions, they'll think twice, maybe three or four times before they do it again. Rutherford said, there are two bills in the West Virginia legislature house bill 2047 and senate bill 128 that would increase the consequences for these situations house bill 2047 sets punishments for those who run from police among other crimes senate bill 128 deals with malicious assault and battery against an officer the penalties in both bills vary based on how severe the case is both of these bills have been sent to their respective judiciary committees rutherford hopes the bills are passed and that drivers learn to stop when they see lights in their mirrors. We want the people that are doing these actions to know that if they do flee in their vehicles or assault a police officer, they're going to pay the price for it, Rutherford said. From San Bernardino, California, the Inland Empire News reports the San Bernardino Police Department's Police Reserve and Citizen Patrol units held their annual awards recognition banquet, recognizing members for their dedication, loyalty, And service to the police department and the communities they serve. The banquet was held at the Mexico Cafe in San Bernardino, which has been a longtime supporter of local law enforcement. Many of the police reserve officers have been with the SBPD. For several years, reserve officers predominantly maintain regular jobs and careers outside of the department, but there are a few who are retired full time officers who continue their service to the SBPD. In this capacity, Reserve Captain Warren Sheba has been a police reserve officer since 1983 and currently leads both the police reserve and the citizen patrol units, coordinating their work and training with regular police officers. Captain Sheba recalled when he first went on a police ride along back in the early 1980s is when he caught the bug and joined the police reserve unit, which numbered about 100 at the time, while not on duty. Captain Sheba is a car dealer in Riverside. Carl Devlin is retired from Stater Brothers, and has been a reserve police officer for over 21 years. Carl holds the rank of reserve sergeant and is a qualified range master, where he spends most of his time as a range master. Sergeant Devlin maintains and organizes the gun range, provides weapons training and maintains weapons in proper working condition. Additionally, sergeant. Devlin is involved in the Citizens' Emergency Response Team program at the Police Department and oversees many of its operations. He was awarded the prestigious Reserve Officer of the Year Award for his 1,200 hours of volunteer time contributed to the department. However, most of his colleagues also recognize the several hundred undocumented hours he provided. Diane Holmes retired from the Police Department in 2010 as a lieutenant, however, she continues to serve on the police department's reserve unit working with the explorer scout program and on the mounted unit jason suarez works full-time as a public safety information technology manager at the police department and then changes into his police uniform during his off time reserve police officers in california are fully recognized as sworn police officers while on duty and are authorized to carry concealed weapons while on duty Reserve officers have all the powers of arrest that regular police officers have. The duties of a reserve police officer are similar to that of a regular officer, which includes patrol duties, taking reports on various crimes, collection of evidence, traffic enforcement, and testifying in court. Reserve officers must meet all the same requirements as a regular full-time police officer. In addition, the reserve unit has participated in several D, U, I checkpoints. Public Affairs Events, Raves, Route 66 Events, Saturation Patrols, Unlicensed Driver Stings, and many other assignments, Assistant Police Chief David Green, Reserve Captain Sheba, Lieutenant Francisco Hernandez, and Sergeant John H. Avaria recognized awardees with plaques and certificates, Reserve Officer of the Year went to Reserve Sergeant Carl Devlin, Service Awards were given to Reserve Officers Michael Lebe for 15 years of service. Diane Holmes for 10 years of service, Martin Lanos for 10 years of service, and Citizen Patrol Robert Vincent for 5 years of service. Receiving the dedicated service award was Reserve Officer Glenn Carr, retired SBPD, homicide detective, who has given hundreds of hours to the Police Explorer program receiving the meritorious service award was michael eckley for his service to the police reserves in the citizen patrol unit on the citizen patrol side awards were presented to patricia kilmer and edwin garrett for their hours of service reserve coordinators and advisors which are made up of police department staff were also recognized for their leadership those awarded were lieutenant francisco hernandez sergeant john h varia detective tony silva and Detective Michael Sims, two special retired SBPD dispatchers, Charlie Eckley and Ricky Riley, were recognized for their participation with the department's DUI checkpoints. For several years Charlie and Ricky have coordinated the meals served at checkpoints including food purchase and preparation, they make sure that everyone gets to eat. They donate their time, food and drinks for the events, and their efforts are appreciated by everyone involved. The San Bernardino Police Department's reserve unit is self-sufficient. It doesn't receive any funding from the city or from the police department's budget. Each officer and citizen patrol member must furnish its own uniforms at their own expense. The commitment and sacrifices made to be a member of these units is high, but rewarding. Reserve Captain Warren Sheba indicated that the reserve unit donated 4,500 hours. Representing over $216,000 of cost savings to the city, 1,500 hours were donated by the Citizen Patrol Unit, which represents about $72,000 of cost savings to the city. From San Francisco, California, the Chronicle reports San Francisco's police union urged federal authorities to intervene after newly elected District Attorney Chase Bodine halted the prosecution of a man shot by police in the mission and arrested for an attack on police. Bodine withdrew the criminal complaint against 24-year-old Jamaica Hampton over his confrontation with police last December, eliciting outrage from the San Francisco Police Officers Association. The San Francisco Police Officers Association, which spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on ads to oppose Bodine during the November election, said the decision sent a message that officers could be attacked with impunity. Everything he said during his campaign has now come to fruition. San Francisco Police Officers Association President Tony Montoya told reporters after holding a press conference with law enforcement associations from Los Angeles and San Jose to condemn the decision. That should be cause for alarm for everybody in San Francisco, whether you're a resident, a business owner, a tourist or a police officer, Montoya said, he is going to put the suspect's rights over the rights of real victims, Montoya announced that the United Coalition of Public Safety, a national organization of law enforcement associations including the san francisco police officers association had sent a letter to u s attorney general bill Barr asking him to intervene the criminals first message this sends is chilling to all law enforcement officers the letter reads it flashes a green light to every criminal every suspect anyone fleeing law enforcement that you can attack assault and injure officers and nothing will happen to you Bodine previously explained that he withdrew the complaint because the officers who shot at Hampton are also being investigated by the district attorney's office, the office is the lead criminal investigator in all San Francisco police shootings, it would be problematic to ask the officers to testify while they are under investigation, Bodine told the San Francisco Examiner, Bodine said the district attorney's office will still have at least three years to charge Hampton if necessary. He also noted that Hampton is not a threat to public safety because he remains hospitalized in serious condition. Hampton allegedly attacked police near 23rd and Mission Streets while the officers were searching for a suspect in two calls including a hot prowl burglary. One of the officers was struck over the head with a glass bottle, after a chase ensued in which one officer unsuccessfully attempted to pepper spray Hampton. Officers Sterling Hayes and Christopher Flores fired a total of seven shots at Hampton. Hampton survived despite being struck three times. He later had his leg amputated. On Monday, a spokesperson for the district attorney's office said the Hampton case was unique because there are multiple victims who are seeking and who deserve justice. No conclusions about the prosecutorial viability of Hampton's case should be drawn here, said Bodine's spokesperson Paul Lehman Ewing. The assertion by Mr. Montoya that we have given people a green light to attack officers is plainly false, Lehman Ewing said, Our decision should only be understood as an effort to deconflict investigative time limits, statutory discovery obligations and to maintain the integrity of investigative leads. It's absolutely imperative we have internal clarity on charges we file against any individual, the news prompted Mayor London Breed to issue a lengthy message to all San Francisco Police Department officers on Monday. I have no doubt that this decision has created a great deal of confusion, frustration, and anger within the department, Breed said in the email obtained by the examiner, I have spoken with the district attorney and he made it clear that the investigation into all the circumstances and facts surrounding the incident must be resolved before any decision to file charges can occur to avoid any conflict of interest, I would like you all to know that you have my full support in your efforts to continue to do the excellent work that you are doing. Breed told officers, but Breed also said she is sensitive to the fact that Jamaica Hampton is still recovering from his injuries, I firmly believe there should be an investigation into the shooting that happened, Breed said, that said, our police department has worked diligently to implement reforms to reduce officer-involved shootings and to be more transparent with the community, I believe holding people accountable in our city starts with holding ourselves accountable. This news brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how you can help law enforcement accomplish its goals visit nationalpolice.org.